keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side. Keep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day, it will brighten all our way. If we keep on the sunny side of life. This is Jill Varvel from The Sound of Squim podcasting purple places and pleasant people here on Washington State's Olympic Peninsula. You just heard an excerpt from Bread and Gravy, which is a a local band that uh, performs here in Squim, Port Angeles, and around the surrounding areas. And if you like what you heard, you can find them at breadandgravymusic.com, or you can go to their Facebook page and determine some of their upcoming performances here in the area. So today, I will be um, sharing an interview I conducted with Haley Croxford, who owns um, Moss, which is in downtown Port Angeles. Moss is a clothing store primarily. It it sells a lot of men's and women's clothing, along with um, other items like jewelry um, and kind of odds and ends, some shoes, some scarves, um, a variety of stickers, and um, what I... What, what made me choose this, this store is um, it's really very uniquely set up and very um, beautiful uh, with the cedar and the, uh, the way that Haley has decorated the store. Um, it exudes a total like Northwestern vibe. And um, it's just, I, I was fascinated by the store the moment I stepped into it not to mention the fact that they have really awesome clothing. Um, But uh, today's interview, um, we'll be sharing that in a little bit here. But um, I just wanted to comment uh, on a couple of things that I thought about, or for lack of a better word, extracted um, from the interview with Haley. And um, that's the idea of people moving out of a a small area like Squim and coming back, um, it occurred to me, um, (laughs) I was just reminded of that John Muir quote that says, the mountains are calling and I must go, um, and how easy it was for me to adjust coming from a big city uh, into a smaller, beautiful, you know, more beautiful area like Squim in Port Angeles how easy that adjustment was for me versus um, perhaps the adjustment that those who have grown up and experienced, um, you know, a smaller area with, you know, mountains and ocean surrounding it, um, how, how that might feel going into another area, perhaps a bigger city and acclimating. I mean, I don't know speci- the, the particulars and, and I didn't necessarily ask Haley, but just as a general theme, um, it reminded me of how often it is that I encounter people and chat with people who will tell me that, oh, yeah, my kids, you know, they went to college in California or Seattle or what have you. And then when it's time for them to come back um, to the area or when it's time to maybe raise a family or whatever, they'll come back um, to the Olympic Peninsula and um, I just find that kind of fascinating because um, I'm sure there's there's a, a reason for it, and it might not be the reason that I'm thinking, but uh, it is interesting to ponder that uh, a lot of people do that. They, they move away and they come back. Um, I also think that uh, 
that there's just a lot to be said for feeling the call of the of the aesthetics that that this area offers and and feeling kind of funky or like a fish out of water to um, to be in an area that doesn't offer that for too extended a period of time. So um, anyway, moving on to uh, my interview with Haley, I just, I want to express uh, appreciation for her. I, I just kind of reached out to her and let her know what I was doing and um, was so delighted that she was a, a, in agreement to, to let me interview her. Are you from Port Angeles? I am. I was born and raised here and uh, went to Port Angeles High School, as did my dad. And so my sister and I, yeah, we did. We grew up here. And what do you like most about the area? Um, I love the access to outdoor activities. Um, of all the places I've been and traveled to and lived, this is definitely that, that's a perk for me, um, being able to go to the beach, go up to the mountains, get out on the trail, um, and still come back to a really great community. Um, and the slower pace of life is nice. Yeah. <laughs> I've been living in, in bigger cities. This has been, this is definitely a, a home for me. So did you move away for a while and come back? And I did, ah. yeah. I moved away after high school, um, and I was gone for about 10 years. and. Um, really made me appreciate all that the peninsula had to offer. Every time I would come back to visit, I knew I was going to end up here. <laughs> that is such a common theme. I hear uh, young young people like yourself say they they graduate, they go away, but so often people come back. And mm -hmm. I, I I'm not surprised to hear you say that the the area, the mountains, it, it's kind of a draw. And your store really epitomizes what you seemingly love about the area. So what prompted you to uh, start a small business? Uh, I had worked in retail since my very first job at 16 and I had always loved it. I love the fashion industry. I love that it's always changing um, and I kind of knew right away that I wanted a shop of my own someday. Um, I just wasn't sure where while I was moving around and once I knew that I wanted to come back to Port Angeles it was a, just a perfect fit. Um, it was kind of at a time when the downtown area was um, ready to grow and kind of needed some some fresh energy so uh, that just kind of spoke to me wanting my own shop um, and after being a buyer and manager at other small businesses and really seeing um, really appreciating what small businesses had to offer for giving back to their communities and really you know boosting their local economy that was that was a job for me so when you uh when you decided that you wanted to open a store, mm -hmm. did you have, in other words, the store very much epitomizes the Pacific Northwest. Did you know that that was how you wanted your store to look or did it kind of evolve? Um, I did at the time. Um, and I think it, you know, even if I had done it in another town, it probably would have still, this is kind of just my style. But yeah, being here when we were opening the store and doing a lot of the build out, um, 
you know, was, there's a lot of cedar incorporated in it. There was, uh, I said right off the bat, I want a treehouse, <laughs> and that's where our loft came about. Um, and then from there, it, it started with just a few little displays here and there to growing and growing, and we're constantly kind of adding to that. And, and how long ago have, or how long have you been open? Um, it has been just over six years. We opened in December of 2012, uh, just a, a few weeks before Christmas that year. And did you uh, did you have like a, a team of, of employees at the time, or was it just kind of you starting um, working it, all the time? It was mostly me. Um, I do have two business partners, my sister Nicole and our good friend Jake Oppelt, who is also a local business owner. Um, so they kind of helped me get everything up and running. And as soon as it we got through that first uh, round of the holidays, it was kind of a little bit smooth sailing. We were just menswear to start. Um, which was kind of where my passion was <laughs> at the time and something that I felt was much needed in Port Angeles. And then, of course, uh, after the new year, we started introducing women's uh, apparel into the store and then more and more accessories and kind of took off from there. That is fascinating. <laughs> yeah. I just would have totally imagined you had started out with women's yeah. and then got to men's. Right. I would have known it started the other way. Oh, yeah, nice. and men's is still a, a large portion of our store. Um, the, the women's apparel rotates a little bit faster, um, but it, it very much still has a kind of a masculine feel to it, which is nice for everybody. Would you say that the majority of your clientele is men, or is it about sweat? Um, it actually depends on the time of year. Um, during the holidays, it flips to, we do sell more men's and mostly probably because of gifts, but um, yeah, the, the women still lead the pack though. <laughs> so I know this is a podcast and I know we're somewhat lacking in, in visuals <laughs> for listeners, but um, your store is like fantastically <laughs> Pacific Northwest looking. <laughs> um, how, how did you, uh, how, is there, is there some, I mean, how do you draw your inspiration for all of your creative output? Um, I like I said, I'm outside a lot. I am inspired by you know cabins hidden back in the woods and um, chalets and mountain towns, and um, it we, it kind of encompasses you know that we've got access to the beach and the mountains and the forest so in the summertime our displays are a lot of driftwood in the wintertime we've got a lot of wood piles going on and um, just pretty much anything around us it's 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 all over so, uh, just like moss which is where we got our name <laughs> it's just everywhere and so being able to incorporate that into the displays um, whether it be the you know kind of park signs that we've got throughout the store or um, just little pine cones hidden here and there. It's just a little bit of the outdoors brought in here. Um, can you like comment on any strategy that you have recently, I don't know, just strategies in general that you feel have contributed to your success? Um, I, I can definitely say social marketing is, is a huge one. Um, it's free, it's available to all businesses, and you can reach any demographic you want. Um, I don't think we would have had the success we have now if it wasn't for Instagram. Um, 
because it's instant, it has just been, it's it's insane, the, the options and the routes you can go down with Instagram. So especially now that they've got stories and everything just available at your fingertips for any viewer, any customer, whether they are local or across the country or across the world, um, can see your goods and have a little piece of the Northwest. Would you say that you have, I mean, I, I can remember a couple of years ago, you had the most awesome uh, sweater. It had a picture of Bigfoot on uh -huh. it. It's just the best thing ever. And I saw it on Instagram, and I remember um, just contacting you, and bam, you had it all saved for me. And <laughs> I mean, that was that was a while ago. I would just imagine it's... Uh, I would just imagine you probably have a lot of people just like me out there. Yeah, really. we do, and that's uh, you know some of the beauty of Instagram too. You can you can um, communicate with the business owner, and you you're getting one on one help, um, and really kind of getting that personal experience through it um, that you don't always get from a chain store or a big box store. Absolutely. Um, what kind of businesses do you I mean do you have like a, a particular affinity for some of the businesses around here oh absolutely Just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and especially this downtown area is very near and dear to my heart um, just watching it grow over the last I mean five six years even but I have a lot of great memories as a child walking down the streets here and seeing sidewalk sales and open doors and for a long time that kind of was uh, it was almost a little bit of a ghost town down here, and things have been re revived, and it's really neat to see. So any you know any of the entrepreneurs that have kind of hopped on that um, revitalization has been I, I hold in high regard. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a, it's not an easy industry, whether it's retail or restaurant or any sort of service, um, and it's certainly not an easy area, but. Um, I think we've all kind of worked together and you know networked with each other to to make it where it's at now and watch it continue to grow from here yeah it's fantastic mm -hmm. I've, I've observed some of um, just you'll have like uh, little parties mm -hmm. in the evening it's fabulous and when they have like the downtown uh, business association your location is so great you're so centrally located and even the exterior, um, it's very inviting. So uh, again, I applaud you. I just think you're really, really doing it, uh, doing it well. Thank you. And I've noticed you make jewelry. I oh my gosh! Jewelry. Yeah. yeah, and you make it. Right? I make it by hand right here in the store in our treehouse loft. <laughs> so I had been making jewelry previously to open opening moss. Um, so it's been about ten years now since I've been. Um, making and selling jewelry um, and I had kind of just started making it for myself and then some friends and then more friends asked about it and then pretty soon I was selling via Facebook this was before Instagram so I was traveling around and making pieces on the road and going to music festivals and that was kind of my a, a big draw for me to open a storefront um, I envisioned having the, the time and the space to make and sell jewelry right here so um, sometimes that takes the back seat, but <laughs> when I do have the time, we have big jewelry shows or um, I'm able to put stuff out in the store and, and sell it as, as the maker right here in a retail store. And you just kind of like taught yourself to do this? I self-taught, yeah. <laughs> oh. 
that's impressive. Yeah, it's 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 been neat, and it's always changing. Um, my jewelry always has a lot of the same elements, but is always um, kind of moving forward with different styles and um, landscapes of you know local local lakes and landmarks. Um, and yeah, I, uh, but a majority of my pieces are also one of a kind too. So I've done thousands of pieces that are unique and one of a kind and I've gotten really lucky with having a great following of collectors in the area and beyond. So are, are your, is your jewelry sell, uh, sold outside of your store? Um, not really. I do have one or two friends that sell them in their shops um, in Olympia and one in Leavenworth. Uh, but outside of that, it's, it's mostly through here. I see. So have you thought about um, branching out or um, elsewhere or is that uh, for moss yeah or, yeah um, I it, it doesn't really interest me too much mostly because I don't know that it would work anywhere else this is a very Olympic Peninsula focused um, lifestyle store and I couldn't see doing it in you know Oregon or Idaho or somewhere else um, so yeah I think this is this brick and mortar here is is our bread and butter. So um, as a business owner, what what is the biggest challenge that you've overcome or been faced with? Um, I'd say kind of facing my fears and not worrying about what what might work or what might not work and just diving in and, and doing it. I mean, I've got ideas all day long and some are going to work and some aren't and maybe only a percentage of, of the things that I dream up are even going to be executed <laughs> but um, just kind of going for it at this point um, as you probably noticed a lot of the apparel and accessories here in the store are really unique and things you don't see everywhere else and um, that's not always maybe the safe way to go but it's it I think is a big draw for customers to know that they're going to come in and find something that um, that you don't find in bigger cities or bigger stores. So what, what would you say is the most unusual item <laughs> that you sell? Oh boy, um, well pretty much anything with bears on it or Sasquatches will just fly out the door, um, but we've had everything from, I mean we carry sunglasses that have bottle openers on the on the arms and we've got you know beard oils and a lot of locally made goods and um, yeah some quirky stuff I love anything that's functional um, especially for out here so we've had you know camp chairs that have coolers attached and all sorts of fun outdoor goods and I think that's a those are always a hit. <laughs> I'm really impressed with the diversity of uh merchandise that you have I mean it, it's not just clothing yeah <laughs> you have some really cool hats and I mean I might be wrong but um, it seems like the the black hats that you carry those they're kind of um, I mean I always associate those hats with moss it's yeah. kind of even though like hello they sell them in Target the big rimmed yes, yeah <laughs> yes it's almost feels like you were one of the first ones to feature them and I don't know I Maybe that's just my own <laughs> perception, but I see what you're saying when you when you mention that you take chances and you 
um, maybe I don't know those those hats didn't seem to be as popular as they are now yeah <laughs> I, I think you're like one of the pioneers I don't know I could be wrong I do wear them a lot also so maybe that's the correlation <laughs> could be could be well, you have a fabulous store, Thank and um, I'm just very uh, appreciative of the time that you've given me for this interview. And um, so, okay, I know your address is 120 West First Street, mm -hmm. or First Street, sorry about that. Um, and you're next to Bada Bean and across from like Straight, straight Slice. Right. And, uh, okay, and your store hours are? We are open seven days a week. Um, we're open 10 to 6 on Monday through Saturday and 12 to 4 on Sundays. And do you, ha you have a website, I imagine? Or, or we do. Um, we don't do e-commerce on there oh. at the moment, but we um, have a website set up under mossportangeles.com. Um, and our Instagram, which we, we do sell through, is... Um, at moss underscore angelus. Gotcha. And what is the phone number for the store in case people have questions? Yeah, it's 360-797-1401. All right. Well, thank you so much, Haley. Thank I appreciate you your time. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to The Sound of Squim. I hope you will tune in next time when we will be interviewing Amanda Lynn Bacon. She is um, the lead singer for Black Diamond Junction, and she is also can be heard on our local radio station. Um, and I want to express appreciation for Haley Croxford from Moss in downtown Port Angeles for letting me interview her today and also for Bread and Gravy for allowing me to use their music. Uh, you can tune in to breadandgravymusic.com uh, or find their Facebook page to learn more about their upcoming performances. So for now, I'm signing off, and we'll see you next time. This is Jill Varvel with The Sound of Squim. It will help us every day. It will brighten all our way If we keep on the sunny side of life if we keep on the sunny side of life If we keep on